Welcome to Asking for a Friend, the podcast where we answer questions people are usually hesitant to ask. You're with me, Hannah T, and for this episode, with me today is also a content creator and a podcaster like me. He has a podcast called Hugh Talks Podcast. Please welcome Roy Katurla. Hi, Roy. Nice to meet you. Hi, Hannah. Uh, it's really a great privilege to be part of your podcast. And I also have another podcast called Keep Going. And it's my honor and privilege to be here. And I'm looking forward to be part of this episode. Yay! Thank you. Ayun, I actually forgot about the Keep Going podcast. So that means you have two podcasts, right? Yes, Hannah. I have mm-hmm. two podcasts. So can you tell me something about Uh, the two podcasts that you have very quick background long just so the listeners will know something about you sure thing uh, the keep going podcast is is like a personal journey of mine where I learned most of my core values about life how to be resilient how to uh, deal with different people and also pursuing your dreams like the goal there is no matter what happens in life we must keep going regardless of the obstacles or mm-hmm. struggles that you may face. While Q-Talks podcast, um, I coined that name from the word Kadash. It's a Hebrew word, which means set apart. Uh, it only means that um, uh, it's helping out uh, young adulting people uh, so that they can be set apart, so that they can be different from the people um, and they can also... Uh, be someone who is a game changer in life. So those are the reasons why uh, I have those two podcasts. Wow, very inspiring naman. So how did you start podcasting? When did you start podcasting? And what actually inspired you to become a podcaster? I think I was inspired by the different podcasts that I've heard last 2020 or early 2021. I was listening to uh, podcasts of Like a Maravilla and then uh, Adulting with Joy Spring. Yeah. So eventually, uh, I'm I'm really a big fan of their podcasts. So uh, I got inspired and I told my friend that, hey, bro, let's start our own podcast regardless of how many followers we we have so by then uh, i bought my my first microphone which is bm800 so that's the the standard basic yeah. mic for all podcasters so that's yeah. how it started mm-hmm. yung yung mic na yun natatandaan ko pa yan eh kasi that's also the first mic i had back in 2020 also kasi una diba it's very affordable yeah <laughs> it's super budget friendly and at the same time user friendly din siya you can literally talk and record it's that easy so i guess i can relate to that kasi like you i was i also got hooked with a bunch of podcasters in spotify that's that inspired me to become a podcaster also so my next question is Since you're a podcaster, I know you also have a TikTok, right? Yes, Anna. I also have my And own TikTok. And it has a thousand followers. I think it's more than 15,000. 17, let's say 17. But if, I, if I'm not... If I can remember it correctly, it's around 17,000 followers. Right? Yes, Anna. It's around uh, 17,500. So can you tell me something about that? Because a lot of us became interested in TikTok because of the pandemic. Is it the same with you? Like, how did it grow from zero 
to 17k. Here's a funny story regarding that. I started uh, doing TikTok for my own personal co- consumption. Like, uh, you will be dancing to the the trendy sounds, and then you'll be doing some um, dubbing, uh, dubbing. So you will dub yeah. the, the funny uh, voices of different actors. Like, uh, that's how I started it. And then uh, eventually... There, there was this uh, hashtag challenge called Finance 101. That's where I started trying to um, to share my own uh, finance uh, tip on how I handle my finances. Mm-hmm. When I hit that record and eventually uploaded it on TikTok, after a few days, I was so shocked why there were like 50,000 people who watched that video and my TikTok uh, uh, notifications uh, was having a big uh, number of people. Uh, it says there, uh, this person commented, this person liked the video. So I was just um, outside of my home and then I was really surprised. Like, do you know that feeling that um, you passed like the, your exams in college that you didn't uh, do anything at all? just to pass that. So that's how I felt uh, when I started TikTok. Eventually, uh, I started um, uh, adding uh, different videos about uh, leadership, adulting, and then it started growing slowly. Uh, I'm not the type of person uh, who is at the pace of uh, total uh, fast growth, but eventually uh, for the past 12 months that I've been doing TikTok, uh, being uh, someone who creates uh, educational content, uh, I had like a steady growth, so which is a uh, win for me personally. Nice. Actually, I think even though slow yung progress, but at least it's progress. Yes, that's true. I mean, true. who would have known that you would turn, you would go viral? I mean, it's not every day that you get to experience that. So that's, that's good that it happened to you. So, now that you talked to me about how your content creation journey started, for you, Ba, do you enjoy being known for content creation? Do you like the spotlight at some point? Or was there a time now you were like, oh, I like this? If I were to be honest, uh, sobrang, uh, at first, uh, very challenging din siya. And at the same time, uh, I, I would be a hypocrite if I would say, no, I don't like uh, being famous or what. I think most people, uh, they, they also want to have that experience of how does it feel. But in the long run, uh, that's how you realize that um, the sense of uh, feeling famous is uh, kind of a shallow of of motivation in terms of content creation. Uh, I enjoyed being uh, known somehow because like uh, there are people who who told me that um, there are some students of, uh, from their campus uh, did an IG story of my of my TikTok video. But more than the feeling of uh, people noticing you, uh, I look at towards the the feeling that uh, more more and more people are enjoying the content and it added value to them as as people. 
So, yeah, I think uh, that's uh, my answer to that, Hana. Yeah, actually, that's true. More than more than the fame and the numbers, you know, what what's actually good about content creation is you inspire people at the same time you enlighten them with what you do and what you know. So, I think that's good because you're making an impact to your audience, diba? That's true. Okay, so... um. Since matagal-tagal ka na rin gumagawa ng content, I know may struggles then sometimes. Like me, I mean, for a while now, I have been creating content. And if there's one thing you want to change about social media, one thing specifically, what would it be? I think as for me, uh, I really want to change the cancel culture. Uh, I am not really uh, a fan of cancel culture. I, I understand where the people are coming from because they want to have like a certain change with how we see culture as a whole but at the same time uh cancel culture uh doesn't allow people to change because i i am also a believer of redemption stories like uh as you can see um uh, iron man the the actor diba na sobrang he was into drugs before and then eventually when he was given a chance to to play the role of iron man uh sobrang uh, everything changed he is one of the actors ren na na we look up to and there are a lot of stories um out there their stories have been changed because of one chance of people have given them so yeah cancel culture is something that i want to change uh in our social media And especially uh, right now, there are a lot of people who are being canceled. Like, I, I'm not sure if you have heard of Johnny Depp. Uh, in the early days, he was canceled. Uh, but when people got to know the story more, uh, the real uh, suspect behind it was Amber Heard. So, yeah, uh, cancel culture can really, um, really uh, affect uh, people who are the true victims of a certain story. Mm, that's true naman. Actually, I think more than anything else, I mean, I know a lot of people have a bunch of insights about certain things to the point that they cancel people. I guess more than that, we also have to understand na we don't know the whole story behind those things. Yeah, that's true. So the least we can do is, aside from presenting facts, Siguro aside from cancel culture, we need to understand na we have to create a safe space on social media na we can actually discuss these things without hurting anyone to the point na mentally draining na siya for the person. So it can be very damaging for for the person who is affected. So I hope we create a safe space on social media na mabago yung ganong sistema. Kumbaga, wag natin i-push yung mga tao na i-cancel yung isang tao. I guess, magkaroon ng healthy conversations would be enough. Yeah, that's really true, Hana. Like, especially, uh, all of us, we have uh, something to share. We all of us, we have uh, ideas to share as well. If mm-hmm. we just have like, just like what you have mentioned earlier, um, safe space, when we allow to when we allow each other to share his or her own ideas i think that's uh, gonna help us to have a healthy uh, healthy boundaries in how we use social media as a whole 
Okay, that's nice. That's a nice answer, actually. So, now that um you're creating content, do you feel like, since, diba, pag tayo nagiging content creator tayo, meron tayong initial goal or purpose as to why we create content. Do you feel like the audience know that about you already? And if not, how would you like your audience to know about you? I think uh, I just want to uh, share my my story to people through the podcast or TikTok that I create by being more vulnerable, like with with my work, with uh, with my life as well, just to let them know that I practice what I preach and I walk my talk. So that's how I. I, that's how I see it and at the same time iba yung feeling eh, na you tell people na okay I am a digital marketer and I have results to show when it comes to really uh, telling people na I'm excelling with my work kasi ang hirap mag mag-share ka ng isang bagay pero it doesn't reflect with your own life so that's definitely uh something that uh, I plan to to be more vulnerable with that area like especially we live in the world na uh, i must be this type of people para the world would accept me but at the same time we need more uh, content creators who are more vulnerable not i'm not saying na they have to showcase their whole life and um at the same time what i'm trying to say is uh it's also good to sh- show some vulnerability and it would help people to see na okay uh the, the content creators that i'm following are also people it also helps us not to put people on pedestal like whenever they don't uh perform to the the standards that they want to see from their content creators it would help lessen na okay tao lang din pala sila so Tama. yeah Hmm. That's good. Kumbaga, you're showing another side of the world. <laughs> Totoo. <laughs> Ayan. So since you mostly focus on educating people online, am I right? Is that like your Yes, Yun. For educating content, what kind of strategies work on social media for you since you focus on educating people what kind of content works for you i think hana uh, the the content that helps people especially are the content like uh, adulting tips and then helping them out on how to overcome uh different personal uh, issues such as imposter syndrome and then helping them out to really uh, become better versions of themselves. Like, especially right now, uh, I'm really trying to grow a Facebook group community called uh, Filipino Online Workers PH and also uh, Go Adulting from Scratch. Right? Uh, how I grew the Facebook group from 0 to 1,500 was really an amazing experience for me. Especially, it just happened... Uh, in a span of four weeks. So uh, the goal there is really to provide them educational content, helping them out to be the leaders that they they can be in this lifetime. It's all about uh, pushing people 
to be the best versions of themselves. Like, yes, we have a limited time here on earth. And how can we maximize our potential as people? How can we really push ourselves to the limit, uh, seeing ourselves uh, become the best versions of ourselves? So, yeah, that's the, the content that I see a lot of people are enjoying and a lot of people are benefiting from. That's good. And nakakatuwa na you created a Facebook group. Like, kumbaga, is that like a support group or parang you ask advice from each other? Ganun ba siya? It's somehow similar to that, Hana. Like, uh, for example, in terms with the Filipino Online Workers PH, that's where we provide uh, different content on how you can start your freelancing career. So basically, our goal is to provide a uh, live streaming session where people mm. can learn something and at the same time if they want uh, tips uh, they can definitely ask from the admins mm. because from what I've, I've seen uh, there are a lot of um, groups uh, similar to the niche of Filipino online workers PH however uh, they don't provide some like live streaming basically what they just do there is post uh, referrals or uh, job opportunities. But the goal is to really uh, help out people I- in their career. That's good. Pero can I just ask, when did you uh, sure. start creating the Facebook group? I just started it uh, during the third week of March this year. Just this year. Oh. Tapos yung mga nandun, parang millennials ba? Gen Z? It's a mix of uh, Gen Z, Millennials, and the latter generations as well. But most of them are Gen Z and Millennials. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Okay. Pero curious lang, where, where did you promote that Facebook group? Is it like, is it something like you, you posted on your TikTok account or Facebook account tapos you encouraged people to join? Ganun ba siya? The strategy there is I also invited my friend who is also a freelancer mm-hmm. so what we did we started within our own sphere circle. of influence yeah okay. within our own circle and we invited them and then we asked some of our friends to invite their friends as well mm-hmm. well basically if uh, if you can uh, notice the pattern it seems like a networking open-minded ka ba? Uh. <laughs> but kidding aside it's uh, an it's like telling people, I also um, comment on their um, posts on different groups, hey, if you want free coaching, we're here to help you out. So that's really the whole scope of the strategy. Like people would come to you if they, if they see you as a content creator who cares for them. Uh, if you're just familiar with the quote, uh, quote by this person, uh, People don't care how much you know unless you care for them. Mm, okay, that is so nice. Huh? I, I hope you keep doing that. Thank you, Hannah. For the last part of this episode, I want to ask you for any advice that you would like to give 
aspiring social media content creators out there. For instance, mayroong Gen Z TikToker dyan na nagtataka siya, bakit hindi gumagalaw yung numbers ng, ng TikTok account ko or bakit hindi ako ganun ka-noticeable online? Do you have any advice for them? I think more than uh, more than any TikTok uh, content strategy, I would definitely give them an advice that they must persist. Uh, they must continue per- to be persistent because as we all know, TikTok has a weird algorithm because there are some days that you are on top. Like I have experienced that um, five videos of mine, uh, they, they reach like 50,000, 100,000. Yeah. And then in the next few weeks, I had like 100, 200 uh, views. So what I did, I was just keep on posting on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like I tried, there, there were some videos of mine that had like uh, 200 views last July 2021. And then I tried uh, reposting them last February. It reached around 100,000 views plus. So basically, it's a matter of really putting yourself in, in a position that how much do you really want it? How yeah. persistent can you be? Because mm-hmm. like um, anything that you post on TikTok, walang sayang eh. Because you can you can uh, definitely re-upload it the other time, or you can repurpose the content, Mm-mm. like do some uh, minor editing using your phone. So basically, it's a matter of how bad do you really want it as a content creator. Yeah. If you are persistent with your goals, you must uh, keep pushing hard. Uh, a lot of people would give up, especially if like for the first few months of their uh, TikTok career or podcasting, wh- whenever they see the analytics, they, they would give up. But more than the analytics, uh, just be persistent and have fun. If you, really, if you really love content creation, you would definitely enjoy it and you will keep going. Tama. Kumbaga may takeaway to that is consistency. How much do you really want it? And you need to have fun, most of all, diba? So, ayan, thank you so much, Roy, for this very, very inspiring episode with you. Would you like to promote your podcasts? Please, please do. Uh, for, before promoting my podcast, thank you so much, Hannah, for this great opportunity. And I look forward to really see your podcast grow all the more. And thank you. For, for all people uh, who want to to uh, to have a new podcast that will be part of your um, weekly habit, you can definitely check Keep Going Podcast on Spotify. And you can also check QTalks Podcast on Spotify as well if you want something new uh, to your uh, weekly habit. So basically, my podcast is all about helping you out to keep going in life. That is it for this episode. If you like it, feel free to check out Asking for a Friend on social media. And if you're interested to collaborate with me, you may email asking for a friend the podcast at gmail.com. See you around.